The Feminist Coach Academy podcast is proudly supported by Perk Digital, helping professional and entrepreneurial women amplify their message, build their body of work, and leave a legacy through podcasts. For more information about how podcasts can help you build your brand, visit perkdigital.com.au. Welcome to the Feminist Coach Academy podcast, where inclusive feminism, business, and coaching meet. This podcast is proudly brought to you by the co-founders of the Feminist Coach Academy, Naomi Arnold and Cameron Aaron. We are feminist life and biz coaches, both passionate about helping coaches, therapists, helping professionals, practitioners, and entrepreneurs integrate a feminist lens and perspective into their businesses, life, and client practice. On this podcast, we plan to help you do so. Now let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Cam here, and I have Nay with me again. Hey, Nay. Hi, Cam. Hi, listener. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so far this season, we've been together. So that's been great. Yeah, it's been fun. It's been good. So thank you for doing the interviews and whatnot in between as well. You're welcome. Those have been fun as well. Yeah, so we have a great episode for you today. This is a big one. This is a very important episode. And we are going to be talking about mindset and socialization and systemic oppression. So, you know, we have been taught a lot of things in the coaching spaces, in the personal growth world. We've been taught a lot of things, a lot of messages, a lot of ways to coach, a lot of things to do, to feel better, to, you know, make our goals happen, and to get the life that we want and things like that. And what we've seen is a huge lack of a truly inclusive feminist analysis when it comes to mindset. And, you know, that is one of the reasons why we started the FCA is because, well, really, you know, we need a whole reframing of coaching and of business, right? Doing business and of whatever kind of helping professional you are, right? We need a reframing of how we work with our clients and, and doing it from a space of a feminist place with intersectional frameworks. But we can't do that if we never challenge all that we've been taught about mindset. And so this is a big one to get into. It might feel challenging, and that's a good thing. And so we encourage you to put on your critical thinking hat with us during this episode and to approach these messages that we've been taught about mindset and our lives and our business and to challenge these things and to really think about, well, 
what is an inclusive take on this? What is a feminist take on this? And what is, is this the whole truth? You know, is this the whole picture of really what's going on? So, you know, we think that missing piece is that analysis of socialization and systemic oppression, which absolutely affects our mindset, which is connected to mindset. And, you know, one of the things we've been taught is that in order to sort of change our experience or what causes our experience is mindset, right? It's like, we'll just get in a different mindset if you want to make a change. And I do think that there is some truth to that, but it really, if we just leave it at that, it's really, you know, we're really doing ourselves a disservice and we're really actually not changing systems of oppression because we believe that the reality is that it's not as simple as changing your mindset because of oppression, systemic oppression, all the isms, patriarchy, white supremacy, ableism, heteronormativity, capitalism, classism, you name it, right? These have very real effects on our lives. And so we believe that we can talk about mindset, but we also need to talk about it in connection to naming socialization, naming systemic oppression, and how we're going to get free of that. So May, what's like some of the messages that, the common messages that you can think of that we've been taught around mindset? I think the biggest one that comes to mind for me is this oversimplification of it's all about mindset. You just need to change your mindset and that is the missing link. That's the missing key. And I guess that's what we're challenging people to explore further, as you just said, to question that and to acknowledge all the ways that it isn't all about mindset. And some folks might say, might feel that that's a bit scary. It kind of, it feels more out of our control, I guess. Right. But I see it as being the, I feel it's the opposite way. When I can acknowledge that it's not just about my mindset that the blocks and the barriers that I'm experiencing or that a client I'm talking to is experiencing when we can talk about that and acknowledge it and call it out, it feels so much more useful and freeing and honest in terms of coming up with solutions and options for us for moving forward with whatever it is that we're, we're working on. But when we just keep bringing it back to mindset all the time, it feels a bit like we're, I want to say, like gaslighting ourselves or being abusive to ourselves or being really harsh on ourselves because it isn't all mindset all the time. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's kind of the the first thing that comes to mind for me. And the second thing that comes to mind is, the conversation that we have a lot around the inner critic in the, I guess, personal development self-help spaces. So I know with my background in psychology as well as in coaching, we obviously have conversations around that. And 
I feel like that's a really useful piece to bring into the equation as well. So not just being, and we talk about this a lot in other episodes, I know that connection, drawing those connections between self-awareness and social awareness. So um, it's not just being self-aware and noticing what the inner critic is, is saying and then reframing it and having a different mindset. It's also questioning whether that is true, like who, where did I learn that from? How was I socialized to believe that? How uh, are there any internalized oppressive beliefs there? Do yeah. I truly believe that or is that what I was taught to believe? And exactly. I feel like once you start to examine that, that's when you get to the pieces that are the most useful in terms of moving with your inner critic. So. Yeah, they're probably the first things that come to mind. Yeah, well, with that inner critic, I think when I've been taught about that, it it just makes, I guess the way I've been taught about it is it makes me feel like I just have this natural inner critic that's just always in me that didn't come from anywhere, but it's just there. And I, I mean, I don't know that that's true. And the more that I have integrated a feminist analysis, the more I've questioned that. Because, you know, a lot of that inner critic is socializing, comes from, you know, patriarchy, white supremacy, ableism, fat phobia, you know, I mean, you name it. And then I know, like, in psychology, a lot of psychology would say, well, which parent does it come from? Or, you know, that kind of thing. And that might be true as well. Like, maybe one of my parents one of your parents was highly critical of you and then you took that on and are highly critical of yourself. And that might be true, but what's also true is then where did your parent get it from, you know? And I don't think that it's just this like individualized thing, but it's like, it's society. I mean, you know, our parents, our families, our ancestry are all influenced by systemic oppression and have helped create it and reinforce it, right? We continue to perpetuate it with each other, even without realizing it too. So I do think there is some self-empowerment work that you can do with helping yourself with being less critical of yourself. But I I find the same that when when I acknowledge that, actually, I've heard this voice, this sounds like a patriarchal voice, you know, like, or this sounds like an ableist voice, you know, like, that sounds like ableism talking to me, or that sounds like capitalism talking, you know, like when I can acknowledge that, I actually feel more liberated. I feel more free. I feel like it's not about me. I'm not my own enemy. It's not that. It's like, no, there are systems that we're in that we're impacted by. Yeah. It makes me think of uh, one of our teachers, Stacey Jordan Shelton, the phrase, that she uses beliefs are bequeath and I think that kind of is a nice little bow on what you just explained there that we are taught these things through society these beliefs becomes ingrained in us that we think they're our beliefs but there's something that we're given to us over years of that messaging coming from different places from your parents as you say or your guardians or carers and from school and everything so everything all around you tv the messaging all reinforcing these things so that they end up feeling like your beliefs and 
Yeah, how can we not examine that when we're talking about inner critic and and about, you know, in the coaching space, goals and about ways of how we can move toward them and even things like motivation, yeah. which gets talked about a lot when in the coaching space. Inconsistency. Yes. Yeah. That's a big one that I've been learning. And I mean, you and I are the most consistent people I know. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a, something that we are good at. But yeah. what you hear a lot in the business world, what, something I've heard a lot is around attaining your goals is like, you know, you just set your goals and then you consistently show up and take action. And that does work for some people and some people are good at that. But that isn't how everyone operates. Like no matter how much you try to force that down them, they just don't operate that way. Some people work but more like seasonal where they're consistent for a period of time and then they're not and then they are focused and then they're not or, or they just have a different way of getting things done and taking action. And I think that that's really important. But also there is this idea that like if you just set a goal, you will achieve it. And I don't know about you. I mean, you're, I know you're in Australia, but you know what the American dream is. And that is what we're taught in the United States. And I know this idea of this American dream has, you know, been perpetuated outside of the United States, right? And it's this, but it's very heavy here where it's like you just pull yourself up from your bootstraps and you just work hard towards your goals and you never give up. And if you do that, then you will achieve them. And that's just how you do things. But my goodness, I mean, I don't know about you, but the hardest working people are farmers. What about the domestic workers? What about the teachers? What about the people who are getting paid almost nothing, but working really fucking hard? If you're ready to have a truly inclusive feminist and social justice led business and client practice, then we invite you to join the Feminist Coach Theory Certification Training that is now officially open for enrollment for our next intake. Go to feministcoachacademycourses.com to learn all the details and to enroll today. The link is also in our episode notes. If you're a helping professional or entrepreneur and this podcast resonates with you, then we would love to have you in our community. Well, that as well gets us to examine some of the myths, I guess, that we're taught through socialization as well. Like there are so many myths around hard work and around merit and yes. around everything that you just mentioned there and there's a you know the role that capitalism white supremacy all those things play in in that myth and you know being self-made the myth of the self-made person and i think that's why what we're doing in the feminist coach academy is so important because every teacher that has a class in the academy is unpacking a different element of that. Hey, so we could talk about this on a podcast episode all day and we'd still just be scratching the surface. And I think that's what 
is so good about it is that each teacher is really zoning in on a specific area that's relevant to to being a helping professional or a business owner or a service-based person and how that does impact the work that they're doing with clients, does impact their relationship with clients, does impact the goals that they're working on, the actions that they're taking or not taking, their beliefs and their thoughts, how it impacts their mindset, how all of those things. So it is so important, I think, for for everyone to build that awareness and that analysis and to be able to support their people in in doing that too. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Now that's a great point. And before we wrap it up, though, I think it's important to acknowledge privilege and that mm-hmm. when we hear coaches and helping professionals say, and when we maybe even find ourselves saying things like, you know, just change your mindset, that absolutely is can be coming from a place of is coming from a place of privilege, right? And I mean, I think it's like we were you and I were discussing before, like if you have a disability and a physical disability, a visible disability, and you need a ramp for let's say you're in a wheelchair, like you need a ramp for it, like there's no mindset that you can change to get your needs met, your physical needs met, and to get into, get people to understand the ways that we perpetuate ableism and stuff like that and and don't. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think it was uh, Stella Young said in their TEDx talk, uh, no amount of smiling is going to get me this ramp or something along those lines. Yeah. So. (laughs) No amount of a positive mindset and smiling is gonna gonna get me this. So there's more to it than that. Um, there is, yeah. and I think also like uh, when we were talking off air before this, it, it also made us think of like business and marketing practices and money mindset conversations and and things like that too, where we don't tend to acknowledge privilege or systemic oppression it's again down to just discover your money block or your money mindset block and and i'm not saying everyone teaches that others do go deeper but like we we sometimes just do this surface level this is a money block it's a money mindset block i just need to overcome and then i'll be fine and we don't acknowledge again the impact of systemic oppression there and privilege there and the same with marketing, you know, people are teaching these gross sales tactics where if someone doesn't sign up, it's just your mindset, you know? And yeah, exactly. no. <laughs> well, you know what um, I'm also thinking of is that meme that has been going around over the years that says, maybe you manifested it or maybe it's white privilege, something like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, it's true. I mean, you know, the more that you're aware of how oppression works and the systems that we live in, the more you can see how, how much your life has been affected by that, right? Like, like from your parents having, you know, a certain kind of privilege to the schools you went to, to the neighborhoods you live in. I mean, everything. And, and, you know, maybe your parents are paying your bills, but it's like, oh, I manifested this. Or maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to say, I have been one of those people. So I'm not saying this as if I'm above everyone. 
I have definitely been one of those people that has thought, oh yeah, just going to manifest this. Or, you know, I've, I've thought all these things that I've been becoming more critically aware of and with applying more of that feminist lens. And I think that's where sometimes as well, we need to be aware of binary thinking because it isn't all or nothing either or all the time. It can be both and. So I think some people get scared that if they acknowledge some of these things that that takes away from where they may feel like they've manifested something or where right. they, where they do feel like they've worked too. hard. Yeah. yeah. Which absolutely, yeah. absolutely you have. I mean, we've worked hard at creating the FCA. That's yes. no doubt about that. And white privilege has helped us out. <laughs> like, you know, right. so, right. yeah. So I think that's part of it too. Yeah. yeah, it's an important part. So we hope that, you know, you listeners, hope this resonates and hope it gives you a different take on mindset and coaching and business. And also just wanting to remind you to that these are all tied together, right? And so, you know, I find it hard to continue to follow people who just never acknowledge systemic oppression or socialization or, you know, but only talk about the mindset. And like, I don't give those people my money, right? I don't invest in those people to help me build the business that I want. Because if I want to build a feminist business, why would I hire someone who doesn't have an active, critical feminist analysis? And so I think like, I think people are still not making that connection of like, that no, really this inclusive feminist analysis needs to be front and center of your business and your practice. Well, I mean, it doesn't have to be, right? We, <laughs> you, you can choose to opt out, but that's what we believe makes life better. And yeah, and enhances your practice with your yeah. clients and, and your people, takes it another level and really helps you and us, I guess, um, become more whole and more mm-hmm. free. Yeah. Yeah. And it is challenging work so i think that's where you know being part of community and doing it together and being taught the different tools and frameworks and ways that you can examine this yourself and with others can be so useful and important yeah Yeah. Yeah, absolutely all right. There's always another layer, isn't there? there like, is, yeah. <laughs> we've gone through, like, I don't know how many times we've watched the classes and had integration calls and things ourselves. And each time that you know, we look at the cycle of socialization or look at a different framework that we, we've been taught in the academy, we have like another realization. And yes, that's just. Wonderful. Let's keep doing doing the work. Absolutely. Yeah. So when you join our training, you do get access to those frameworks that our teachers teach on and how to apply them to your practice and your business. And it's a whole reframing of coaching and personal growth of business and our community, you know, the people, the folks in our community, 
they're getting clients, you know, they're making money, they're, you know, they're active, they're taking action. And I'm, I'm super proud of them. So, you know, having a feminist business is certainly not, it certainly is the road less traveled, but it's the one that is changing the game, you know, and really revolutionizing these spaces. And you can still thrive with that. And in fact, like, I think that's what we're learning is like, we're moving more and more towards like, if you're not integrating this, you may not thrive as much. Well, I guess it depends on how people define thrive and (laughs) where they place care and yeah, that's true. And whatnot too. Yeah. But we know like, obviously people who are listening to this podcast are people who care about these things and they want to have a service or a practice or a business that is conscious of the injustices in the world and the way they impact us and our businesses and our clients. They're the best people, not biased at all. (laughs) (laughs) Here's to more people like that being the ones you know, leaders, yeah. succeeding with my quotation marks, yeah, uh, yeah, coaching all the people, being in the spaces, yeah. yeah, absolutely, yeah. Well, I think that's a good note to stop on, and um, yeah, there's still time to join us for our March intake. If you are interested, go to feministcoachacademycourses.com to yeah learn about what all is in our merch intake and there you can apply and uh, we we would love to have you and yeah we've got lots of more new episodes coming your way more interviews more episodes with us yay stay tuned stay tuned and we will we'll connect with you next week Doors to our March intake are open. We are accepting enrollments for our March intake. If this podcast resonates with you and you're a helping professional or an entrepreneur and you are ready to implement an inclusive feminist awareness and praxis into your business and your client practice and your everyday life, then hop on board. This is the training for you. We would love to have you in our community. To learn all the details, including the teachers and the classes that are in the training, plus all the live calls and everything that's included, go to feministcoachacademycourses.com. There you will learn everything. There's an FAQ section at the bottom as well to answer further questions that you have. And there you can enroll. So if this feels right for you right now, then we would love to have you. You can click the link in our episode notes to go to our sales page and to enroll now. Hope to see you in our community. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you. And if you're interested in our certification training and getting certified in feminist coach theory and learning how to integrate an inclusive feminist awareness and analysis of practice into your work with your clients and your business, please go to feministcoachacademycourses.com to learn all about our certification training and to enroll now for our next intake. 
We are accepting enrollments for our next intake and we would love to have you join us. Also go to our website, feministcoachacademy.com to grab more of our free resources and to listen to other podcast episodes. Make sure you are subscribed to our podcast in iTunes or Spotify and that you're following us on social media at Feminist Coach Academy on Instagram and Facebook. And if you love our podcast, we would love it if you would rate and write us a review in iTunes. That would be amazing. Thank you so much. Have a joyful rest of your day.